Johnny Wrestling hears it from the crowd one more time here in Long Island. Hello and welcome back to Spot Callers, the wrestling show where we picked out, uh, I'd say, a, a litany of random, extreme, violent, <laughs> and weird <laughs> wrestling shows to watch and review. Uh, I am your host, Justin, and I'm here with Cyrus himself, Mr. H Visibility. What's going on? Oh, man. I am alive. <laughs> yeah, gladly. I, uh, you know, for the Ring of Honor episode, I was audibly sick. And very much dying. <laughs> yeah, forgot but, all about. People were very concerned about you last episode. That was a month ago. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm good now. I'm good. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm breathing. I'm glad. But I thought it was going to be our last show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are back this week, or not this week, this month rather. This is our monthly show where we uh, watch and review older. Uh, or not even older, more more off the beaten path, if you will, if you will, yeah. uh, wrestling shows. Uh, we're back this month with a very, very special show. We're gonna go back, Cyrus, three whole years to Long Island, New York. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are reviewing Evolve '68 from Long Island. Uh, features a car that has a lot of people that we're either we either see weekly or we see we, that we've yeah. seen this that we see this weekend. <laughs> uh, how did you feel about? Uh, did I request this or did you? Did I did I request this one? You you requested this. This is on the notes. <laughs> I, re- I requested I requested this one uh, about a month ago. We're making our we're making our uh, kind of like our calendar for uh, this this year's shows. I was yeah. I said I want to watch more Evolve shows. Um, mm-hmm. I, Evolve is something that I got into early when it when it was made because I was such a big fan of Ga- uh, Gabe Sapolsky. Uh, I fell off of it for a minute, and I, I kind of missed a lot of the formative stuff there with like the Riddle years and um, a lot of the Gargano era. Uh, I missed a lot of. Uh, I didn't know what Evolve was until like uh, Gargano signed to NXT. Mm. And right, right. that's that's when everybody started talking about it, and you know, the indies started getting like more uh, more eyes on it, and then you know the partnership happened, so it was kind of just hard to avoid it at all. Yeah, so. um, Evolve was uh, basically created by former Ring of Honor Booker, which is kind of goes into our last episode because <laughs> at the yeah. time he was still booking uh, ROH. Uh, Gabe Sapolsky was the former Ring of Honor Booker who uh, pretty much. He also was the president of, I believe, Dragon Gate USA. Uh, he he basically combined all of them two into Evolve Wrestling. Basically, the whole thing was to kind of make a more sport, uh, sport-inspired wrestling uh, promotion where wins and losses matter. They have a top ten list. Uh, I believe they still do um, for their talent, and and they just basically bring in talent from all over the world to to wrestle some of the up and coming stars. Uh, they are pretty much like to to me like the most underground of a wrestling promotion that you have right now in this current generation. Mm. You can see it like right from like the production, obviously (laughs) (laughs) the, the lighting is, it's very kind of shoestring. 
the 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 sound yeah <laughs> especially the sound but but they've gotten you know they, they've got some really big acts that have shown like ibushi has shown up there uh david mm-hmm. richards has been there uh, a lot of guys that are are like top stars in the world right now have you know walked through evolves doors and, and kind of uh found their way in the wrestling business from from that um evolve is i mean pretty much the style of it is and i think you see this on the show and like if you haven't even watched it before it, it's very mixture of like grapple wrestling hardcore wrestling and really uh style mixing and, and a lot of the like this show is actually good for seeing a lot of styles being mixed as well yeah um well we'll go into the main event later but this is a very clash of styles uh yes because you we've yet to see anything like it from uh you know one of the people that are on the uh in the main event yeah, right, right, right. Uh, so, so let, one thing I, I will say, uh, not knowing any of the stories going into this, uh, Lenny Leonard really helps. <laughs> yeah, really helps get put everything in perspective. <laughs> uh, commentary is great here. I really appreciate. Uh, it's Lenny Leonard. So some of it, yeah, Lenny Leonard. Uh, some of the commentary is great, and I will talk about that <laughs> uh, <laughs> as we get to it. It's great until the guest appears. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but let's let's hop into the show here. Uh, Evolve sixty eight. Uh, it okay. took place on uh, September tenth, twenty sixteen. This is the uh, long kind of awaited uh, Johnny Gargano farewell weekend. Uh, he was at this point. Johnny had already done CWC. <laughs> he was yeah. already pretty much a fixture on NXT, uh, kind of intermittently on TV. Uh, they had already done uh, NXT Brooklyn too. <laughs> <laughs> he was literally kind of already in NXT and he this was yeah. kind of his his final commitments to evolve. Um he had already been a star. And we'll talk more about this in the main event, but he his his name is all over this pay-per-view. You see just how big of a an important of a uh, roster member he was. I mean, even the announcement in the beginning was like, This is Johnny's show, essentially. Yeah, uh Evolve 68 and 69 are both like his farewell shows. Right. Uh I, I really think that um just seeing how he was able to just kind of come out and just do whatever the fuck he wanted to on this show. And <laughs> it's just like, man, he really ran it. Uh, J- Johnny w- was kind of like a, I, I want to say the ace. I mean, you know, a lot of, in a lot yeah. of ways he was the, the ace of um, Evolve Wrestling and he, he held such a, he held it down for a very long time there. I had never heard of Johnny Gargano until I'm trying to think of which run it was like, he was, he was very much like a, one of the biggest indie stars in the world, like working as hard as like Matt Riddle at that point. Yeah. I'm sad because, uh, here in Miami, there was a, there's an indie promotion here that had Johnny wrestling going to be at their show. And I was just like, huh, never seen that dude before. Uh, that shit's Matt far, whatever. <laughs> it didn't go. And I regret that shit so much. The, this, the, I think the biggest thing I heard from Johnny, and, and the thing is, it, it goes right into you know the connection to Evolve. Johnny Gargano actually held the uh, Open the the Freedom Gate Championship in Dragon Gate USA for eight hundred and seventy three days. Big, one of the big, one of the and, yeah, and, and that was like that was just his first run. The second run was like one hundred and thirty two, um, and he pretty much like was the man at WWN at that point. So, I mean, he pretty much wrestled everybody. Like, 22 defenses, um, just really killed it. And ironically, the person who beat them for the, beat him for the belt 
was Ricochet. Oh wow! Ho ho ho! <laughs> uh, we are we are currently in the middle uh, as we record this of uh, Royal Rumble weekend, and you know he just had a match with with Ricochet, and we'll yeah. we'll we'll see more of that interaction. <laughs> it, it, it starts here. <laughs> yeah, throughout throughout the show here. Uh, but the first match. Uh, is Fred Yehai versus Jigsaw. Fred Fred Yehai is a member of Catchpoint, which is the huge, mm-hmm. absolutely huge fucking faction. I felt like there was 10 members in it by the end of this show because they all wrestle. Yeah, I think I have a screenshot. Okay, so all the members are uh, one of my favorite, uh, Tracy uh, Williams, Matt Riddle, Freddie Yehai, Chris Dickerson, uh, Jacka? Uh, okay. Um TJ Perkins and Drew Gulak. Yes. A very prominent stable that just ends in 2018. Most likely because <laughs> all of them, all of them are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Including Stokely. Like it's insane. Yeah. Um, Fred Yehai, he needs a win here, according to Lenny, because he uh, Drew Gulak, who is uh taking over for Timothy Thatcher in his absence, uh is has admonished him for having a, a, a bit of a losing streak. Uh Jigsaw yeah. is a wrestler that I I'm no very idea. familiar with you. Oh, uh, well, I, he, he really? used to be on the old ROH shows. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. have no idea who this individual was. I thought he was kind of like a, you know, uh, like evolved made kind of talent, you know, kind of like a, a young lion in a sense. I, I was not familiar with him at all, but I really did like his mask. So I was giving him the benefit of the doubt the whole match. And he really impressed me. Yeah, he um he actually wrestled for Chikara, uh, CZW, I believe. He did a he did a couple of shots uh there. I think in twenty two thousand five. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Two thousand five or six. Um, he did also was in Ring of Honor for a while. And that's when I first saw him. He had a bit of a run in Ring of Honor, uh, and and he was of course on Dragon Gate uh, USA's uh, roster for quite a while. He is, I mean, as you see here, a high flyer. To say the least, yeah. um, I, I thought that this was and this is also like the first kind of style clash of the show with Fred Yehai, a grounded wrestler facing off against Jigsaw, who is more of a uh, high flyer here. Yeah. And he, he, he has a very savage style. Um, yes. I, I saw um, Freddie Yehai at a MLW event in Miami in December. Um, it was him versus Loki. Yeah. And Loki. Loki didn't make him look good at all. So, you know, as he's known to do, and he <laughs> kind of just like beat the shit out of Freddie Yehai. And I was just like, oh, man, that yeah, kind of stunk. <laughs> uh, I've seen a couple of Yehai matches. Um, his character is I, I'm not sure if this is a different character. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the taunts, but it's also very jarring to watch an Evolve show. It like at first glance, because you hear the crowd say everything. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And you, and you can hear the crowd call him Ashy. Yes. <laughs> Ashy Freddy. Ashy and I was like, wow. Uh, I'm going to be oh, somebody wow. ass. And they was calling me Ashy. <laughs> Dead ass. Um, he's in big trouble. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very, very good back and forth in this match. Uh, I, I think the whole yeah. story of this was was uh, Yehai attempting to go for the Koji clutch, which is his finisher, um, and Jigsaw trying to get out of it and finding different ways to get out of it. Uh, it wasn't yeah. a very long match, and in, uh, in oh, fact, a lot of no, no, no. This is a very long match. This is the <laughs> third longest match in the card, and it's an opener. Yeah, it was like uh, what nine? It's like ten minutes or something. Ten, ten minutes. Yeah. Every other match nine. Uh, is like eight or nine. Yeah. And I think right after having, you know, 
I watched this right after TakeOver. Um, still had a little fatigue <laughs> after, the, uh, after the long slog that was that main event. Um, so I was just like, I think like uh, after the second uh, Koji Clutch like uh, escape, I was just like, all right, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, and then the third one, the third one happens like literally like a minute thirty after that, and then, it, then yeah. it, uh, well, to, to I mean to kind of give it away, uh, uh, Yehi wins with the the Koji Clutch uh, to yeah. get back on his winning ways. Um, I, I thought it was a good story, and and that's one thing I do like about um, Evolve. A lot of their matches are sprints. There's a there's a fatal four way match on this card, which I thought was. Fan. No, I'm sorry. Uh, a triple threat no. match that I thought was yeah. fan fucking tastic. Uh, that we'll get to in a second. That it's, it's like 11 minutes. It's a, it's a sprint. Yeah. Um, but this was really good. I I, I thought it was okay. Uh, I think Yehi is is somebody that I I'm, I want to pay a little bit more attention to, um, as he actually has some really cool spots. Mm-hmm. I went two stars on it. Oh, I didn't get. I didn't. I didn't do star ratings for this one. <laughs> well, what, was it a sleep or was it a? <laughs> Uh, no, I, I just didn't do it for any of the matches, but I, w- I would give it a two star. Yeah, two star. It's a pretty good match. Uh, this next match, I was a little bit less of a fan of. <laughs> I I actually like this match a lot. <laughs> uh, e- Ethan Page versus Dan Barry. And, and the reason I wasn't a big fan of it was because the first thing they tell you is that Ethan Page is on this redemption story where he's trying to get Johnny Gargano's approval. Um, and it, he's wrestling what looks to be a janitor. Oh, <laughs> no, he's a man from Cincinnati that is going on vacation in Hawaii. <laughs> is that what it is? That, that, that's the, that's the vibes I was getting. <laughs> I, I thought it was a really nice, funny, uh, good match <laughs> what well the the crux of the match is a bunch of comedy stuff uh in which ethan who only to in, in his words in those three moves power bomb yes. jackhammer and package power driver uh is trying to learn how to mat wrestle uh <laughs> so there is a long stretch in this what like eight minute match where they are he's teaching how to mat wrestle with a bunch of comedy uh lenny litter is puzzled to say the least <laughs> what's, I, is go- what's going down Hey, I, I needed that. <laughs> I, I, I needed a good laugh. And it, it is real funny. And uh turns out that uh uh Dan Barry was Ethan Page's trainer. So oh, okay. So there it, there was a there was an uh kind of a connection there. Yeah. Uh it, it, it's it's more fun than competitive. So, you know, it it, it was really fun in uh fun in that regard. Yeah, and, and Ethan Page, uh, another, another young guy that has been on the Indies uh, for a couple for a couple of years here. Uh, I want I want to say over a decade. I, I'd say uh, he had a run in the Ring of Honor. Uh, he is now in, in Impact Wrestling. Have you have you seen him in Impact? No, I haven't. Yeah, he. he I, didn't, is, uh, I didn't know he. Uh, is it? E- uh, he goes by Ego Page on. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ego. Um, he is. I, I believe uh, he was in the last Ultimate X match at a uh, Homecoming. Uh, which is a pretty pretty solid match. I, I haven't even finished that card yet, but uh, he he's he's there. He's pretty much like kind of like an X division guy there. Fire, <laughs> which, which is like you know he he, he kind of plays the to, to me. He reminds me a lot of um, reminds me a lot of Roger Strong. This is as far as look. Oh, okay. But more of like a body. Well, I mean, obviously, like Roger isn't like a. Well, Roger used to be like a body guy and like raw age. Like he was really ripped back in the day. Now he's just like, I'm yeah. just gonna be a big like hoss tossing <laughs> you fucking around. 
Uh, but I, 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 I don't uh, hate Ethan Page. I think he's pretty solid. Uh, I think this match was pretty, pretty. I was not a fan of the comedy. It was, it was like you know, pick one gear and go to it. If he's, tr- if he's trying to be serious and go after Johnny Gargano and, and get his handshake from him, then, then kind of oh, play up to yeah. that story. Uh, it, it's yeah, it's very conflicting in that regard. But you know, they do the indie riffic jokes. Yeah, and I. I've seen I've seen a match like that. Uh, it was uh, Marty Scroll and Joey Janela at PWG, mm-hmm. and then you know Marty Scroll does like a wrist lock, and he's just like he doesn't know how to get out of it because he's a backyard wrestler. And basically, you know, it's Joey Janela just showing that you know he's more than just that. And it was a really good match. So right. I saw I saw parallels in that, and I thought it was okay. Uh, it's very abrupt ending. Uh, oh Ethan yeah, Page, yeah. Ethan Page wins with, with a uh, with a package power driver. Obviously, uh, yeah, it was it was half comedy, half kind of whatever. It, I I could. Yeah. It's probably my least favorite match on the show. Uh, I, I I think the opener still has like a like for it being so long as an opener. I thought it was a little. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I I'd still go two on this one too. Two stars. Yeah. Two stars. Uh, <laughs> next match, <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> loudly. Oh my lord! <laughs> uh, I well, laughed wait. loudly when I saw who it was. I, I didn't look at the card at all, by the way. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay, I had a big surprise for Justin on this card, and you saw it. You you knew why. <laughs> yeah, there are two big surprises for me. <laughs> yeah, two two big surprises, and I didn't want to ruin it. So I told him, "Don't look at the card." Just tell me which Evolve show you want to watch. It was going to either be this one or Evolved, uh, I think it was like 40-something. Yeah. I Yeah. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Th- th- this is one of the surprises. <laughs> so we have TJ Perkins <laughs> versus Darby Allen. You know what? I'm not even down on this match, okay? I, I said it's, this. It's a good it's a really good match <laughs> but uh the, the story here and and, and I, w- I will say again lenny leonard does a great job at putting these stories into perspective here mm-hmm. especially for people that have never watched the evolve show before or have not watched you know the the current uh arc that they're on um yeah. so darby allen who is now a a fixture on the uh, evolve shows now he's actually I think he used to be the champion, I want to say. I'll, I'll, I'll fact check that in a second. Uh, he's fighting at this point for an, an Evolve contract. So, oh, you know, wow. he, he was trying to get an Evolve contract. This was kind of like his trial. He had he had two chances this weekend. It was again, it was the, And this was his first chance to get an, a contract if he beat TJP. Yeah. Uh, and this is TJP's last weekend with Evolve. Because if you remember, then, then when this show uh, was uh, going down, we're two weeks before the CWC final, or a week before the CWC finals. Yeah, and which TJP will be facing Ibushi. <laughs> it's so it's crazy. Insane. Like when you see this, like okay, well, obviously when we see these people now, we have an opinion of them based off of now. But like, just think of, look at how lo- beloved TJP is on this show. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> he's below he's but he was he was a a, yeah. a major 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 uh major star in and evolve and on wwe and, and in the indies before he he kind of got snatched up by wwe um and i a lot of people forget that <laughs> based yeah. on like a lot of people forget that like tjp <laughs> was uh he, you know very very influential in 
you know, a lot in a lot of ways to that run. I, I wouldn't say he was like a, a super top guy at, at any time, but he was he was always a, a good hand here. And you see why in this match. I mean, uh, the, the main story is, is that like Darby is desperate. And he's trying mm-hmm. to get this contract. He's trying to end the match as quickly as possible. Um, so in the beginning of the match, he starts hitting dives, like eight, eight dives to start. Yeah. And there, and there's a big, stupid knee spot off the ramp. I was just like, yeah. oh, my Lord. <laughs> Darby but, Allen strikes me as a very uh, reckless guy. In there. Yeah. Uh, I just fact-checked. Uh, there's no, uh, no record of him holding an evolved title. Okay, none. All right. Yeah. So so Darby should still probably try and step his game up and get one. Then. Well, Darby did, just uh, faced uh, he just faced Johnny, didn't he? Yeah. No, uh, he faced Fabian Archer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like uh, he's he's still there though. He's definitely still there. Um, yeah. And Darby is from Seattle, Washington, I believe. I think one of yeah. the stories that I heard of him before was that he was a professional skateboarder Ooh. before becoming a, a pro wrestler, which is kind of kind of cool, kind of weird, weird little uh, touch there. Um, but I, I thought all in all, like this match made me remember, like I forgot even through all of his bullshit on Twitter and stuff like that. TJ Perkins is actually pretty good. Like he did some really cool stuff in this match. And I think there's, there is no more crisper person uh, out there than him when he gets a chance to show that off. Um, yeah. And I, and I think you got to see flashes of that in, C, in the CWC. I, I remember a lot of people being very upset that he won the CWC. And I was just like, a lot of these guys didn't sign contracts. <laughs> <laughs> that and he, he was mad nice he was crisp um yeah, he was really good in the cwc and honestly grand mental league does not strike me as a cruiserweight i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> grand mental league is like 300 pounds <laughs> yeah he he is at least 230 <laughs> uh so they go back and forth um and tj Penn, tjp eventually wins with like kind of like a flash uh a knee bar uh, his, yeah. his patented knee bar. Uh, it was a great story. Uh, I think the the main thing is, like I said earlier, uh, Darby was desperate, but he was making mistakes out of his desperation. Um, yeah. he, he was actually, you know, all those dives ended up just tiring him out and making him more susceptible to, to TJP's legwork. And uh, eventually, that's what that's what did him in. How do you feel about the match? Yeah, uh, I thought it was really good. Uh, after after the uh, the, uh, the knee spot where uh, Darby Allen uh, hits his knee. <laughs> he does a he does a running knee uh, to TJP and TJP moves out the way and he just collides with the ring post and <laughs> he gets back into the ring and tries to do a dive and I thought my God you are insane <laughs> yeah very fucking crazy <laughs> and very it, crazy things it, it only made his leg weaker so uh, TJP could just lock in the. Uh, the knee the bar knee and just finish yeah. him off and we didn't even talk about one of the uh things twitter's favorite stokely hathaway is there yeah. <laughs> very low one key what are the worst managers ever not trying to cause a distraction not trying to uh, do, he was just there with his big goofy glasses on <laughs> i i really did love the uh lenny leonard's uh story Telling here, saying that uh, Stephanie that that, mm-hmm. that Stokely cut a deal with Stephanie and Mick Foley, who at the time were the GMs on Raw, uh, to put him <laughs> on Monday Night Raw. It's just so weird how in between these shows, these guys were literally on TV. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, this is a different uh, this is a different WWE where you could do shit like this. Yeah, so it's so so fucking crazy. Um, I gave this match three stars. I really enjoyed it. TJP was really good here. <clears throat> uh, yeah. 
I'll, I'll give it two, uh, three fourths. Nothing okay. crazy, but it's really good. Uh, next match: Tracy Williams versus Dustin, uh, uh, aka Chuck Taylor. Um, before this match starts, Drew Gallery uh, interrupts. They they kind of got a couple spots off. Uh, Drew Gallery interrupts, and the match is thrown out, which causes uh, Joey Styles to come out and restart the match. Ooh. And they know the match. this whole part, this whole five minute stretch of promo, I could oh. not, I could not hear anything. <laughs> All right, so this match technically falls into a thirty eight minutes. I, I mean, thirty eight seconds. Yeah. Um, Tracy Williams comes out. My guy, Dustin comes, uh, Dustin, no, in reverse. And then Drew Galloway, big, this huge motherfucker comes in with a chair. You don't need a chair to do damage, my guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then Joey Styles comes out, you know, the audio's awful. Can't hear anything. And I was just like, well, PSA and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think he cut a joke. Uh, he cut a joke on uh, on Drew. Uh, they got a, a pretty big reaction. I think he said something about making him run laps in some type of suit. Yeah, um, couldn't really hear. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> if, if, if uh, I'm trying to <laughs> jabs at his WWE career. I guess whatever. <laughs> yeah, all, whatever. all of that. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, I, we'll get the Joy Styles in, 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 in a few, but uh, that that causes the match to be restarted as a no DQ match, which I think no, uh, probably was a better a, extreme rules but, or extreme rules, yeah. whatever. Same same shit, same <laughs> shit. Uh, extreme rules match in, in Long Island at, at that uh, between yeah. uh, T- Tracy Williams and uh, the the former Chuck Taylor. Uh, I think this is at the point in Chuck Taylor's in the career he changed his name to Dustin because everybody was leaving the Indies and he was like everyone's leaving me and he kind of did his 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 Mick Foley thing. He was just like nobody loves me, they just want me to hurt myself and uh, <laughs> cause them to become a heel. Also, love Riddle not coming out to help Tracy. Uh, you see, kind of the catch uh-huh. point uh, dissolution happen on this show a little bit. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought Galloway and Dustin was a fairly a weird team. Absolutely. I I, I like because, you know, we're all familiar with him and Trent, you know, the best friends. And, you know, I I was puzzled. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is the evolved story. This is the evolved timeline. So, yeah, uh, it it works there. Um, I will say I will say, first off, Chuck Taylor doesn't do it for me. Um, And this match, this match did not change it. Um. I'm glad that we're both on this because <laughs> I don't not a big fan of him either. I think the only match that I really liked was uh him and uh him and Ricochet uh for the PWG title. Um and prior to that, um his match with Adam Cole and Dustin basically well Chuck Taylor basically just bites his dick and then hits him with an awful waffle. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. <laughs> doesn't do it for me guy <laughs> so but they have some really I, I think he works best in these types of matches even if he doesn't necessarily do it for me um yeah. there's a nasty head first chair spot here where they had the, the chair wedged in like 2k yeah. <laughs> and they threw him into a very nasty spot here uh but tracy williams who's the more grapple intense of the two gets off some pretty mm-hmm. cool some pretty cool spots I, I really like the uh the abdominal stretch on the chair which is really cool oh yeah I, I like Tracy uh Tracy Williams a lot. Um I first saw him at uh GCW's Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. Uh him versus Eddie Kingston and no ropes, uh no uh only pinfall no pinfalls, only submissions, whatever. 
the weird blood sport rules that matter it'll have. <laughs> and hey man, he was brawling in that. Uh so you know, hopefully in the future we can see him and Oni Lorkin. Oh, that'd be uh, crazy. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like Tracy Oni Lorkin and anything or anyone would be yeah. crazy. <laughs> I like Tracy Williams a lot and this match changed nothing for me. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, to, for, for, for as short as this match is, <laughs> they got a lot of they got a lot of shit off. They did a lot of crazy mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, brought a ladder out as well. Uh, did a lot of uh, in the crowd very, brawling. Very terrifying with the ladder because oh, the ladder yes. almost fell on the crowd. It, <laughs> also, it's a steel ladder. It's a real ladder. Yes, it's not a That's, good ladder. <laughs> that is the ladder that I have at work. <laughs> that's the ladder the at&t guy used to set up my internet (laughs) welcome back to to cyrus welcome back to the internet cyrus we're after oh yeah (laughs) uh but uh it's eventually they bring out thumbtacks and you already know i was like why why do you need thumbtacks actually thank god it was thumbtacks and not like Legos or gummy bears, <laughs> mega blocks. You know uh, what I said though? I said Cyrus. Is, so I was like, "Damn it, Cyrus! He fucking weaseled his way into some deathmatch shit." I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't know. <laughs> so, I, I saw Dustin, and I was just like, "Well, skip over that." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so the tax come out. Uh, they they do uh, Tr- uh Tracy does a Saido suplex onto the thumbtacks onto Dustin and mm-hmm. actually locks in the uh, rear naked choke on Dustin. We get a really cool spot where in order to escape the, the hold, Dustin rolls over into the tax to stop him and kind of like wiggles in the in the tax. Uh, Tracy keeps the hold in and eventually uh taps out uh Dustin for the win with the rear naked choke, chokes him out. Uh I thought the finish was really great. I thought the rest of the match was kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh Three stars off rip because I love uh, I love Tracy Williams and I'm glad that he won. <laughs> uh, does this does the finish or like the winner change your star rating at all? Because it changes mine a lot. Um, I it used to, but as I go on and kind of rate these matches, I I have to rate them. I have to call a spade a spade sometimes. And for the greater good of some certain things, I have to like kind of go along with it. Like there are certain matches that kind of skews my, uh, my thoughts of that. Like there was the Bianca Belair, Shanna Baszler match from takeover Mm -hmm. where obviously I knew Bianca wasn't going to win this match. And, but I thought that because the finish was so great, I was willing to forgive the fact that they even booked the shit. And I went ahead and gave it the rating that I gave it. So it was, it was like it, it, it ended up working because the match worked. Mm. So in the in the case of something like this, like I'm not a fan of one of the guys. I wasn't super familiar with the other guy. I I liked the still like the athleticism. I still like the spots that they pulled off. Um, I just thought that there was it was missing a gear, if you will. And I think a lot of the matches okay. on this yeah. on the show were missing like a second or third gear. Uh, but this uh, one for sure. And surprisingly, this match is shorter than the opening match. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and for how, how good it was. Uh, hey, man, <laughs> that opener, not so hot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought the opener was pretty solid. So we, we differ there. Uh, next match is, uh, it is it is indeed a different vibe. <laughs> Tony Nice, the premier athlete versus Matt Riddle versus Ricochet. <laughs> You dig? <laughs> big, big, big Trev, Lady Killer, Bro Man, Bro Man. <laughs> <laughs> big Trev, 
the bro, <laughs> lady killer, <laughs> and I mean, whichever, whichever. T- I was trying to think of which Tony Nese was showing up tonight. It looked, it looked like athletic. Do- it looked like showstopper Tony Nese. <laughs> Hey man, if you're missing out, to, uh, tune into our two K streams. They're hilarious. <laughs> yes, you know, it, it's, I don't even got to tell you what what Tony Nese is on there, man. Like, it, it is indeed a different vibe, sirs. Uh, this is this is actually supposed to be Matt Riddle versus <clears throat> this was Matt Riddle versus uh, Tony Nese originally. Uh, however, Ricochet became open on the date, and he was able to uh, pretty much uh, just. Mm-hmm. Just go come to the show and, and do the show tonight. So they, they added him to this match, and I'm very glad they did. Not to say it would have been terrible because these two guys that were in there before are absolutely phenomenal wrestlers. This just took took it to another level for me. Uh, before the match even starts, however, uh, Gar- Johnny Gargano appears, and I said, "Oh, okay, so <laughs> he's just, <laughs> just gonna walk out." <laughs> yeah, and at this point, I was just like, "Huh? Who? <laughs> fuck up my screen." <laughs> Yeah, this is after takeover. We both just watched takeover, so it was like, uh, oh yeah, my God. what's about to happen here? Uh, but Johnny Argano comes out and puts over everybody in the in the ring, and pretty much hands the the torch over to to Matt Riddle. Thought it was kind of weird that uh, Gargano was putting over Tony Nese because uh, he was yeah. going to be on two hundred five live. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like in a week. <laughs> and, and I like he was just like you know you two guys are the future. And then the crowd just goes, oh. And then he's like, what? What about Ricochet? Oh, he's the present. <laughs> Don't yeah, worry about that. Yeah, it's like, come on, bro. Uh, like, the, like, beat, the beat starts there. Long-term yeah. booking. <laughs> <laughs> and and they, they they mentioned that uh, they faced twice before on Evolve show. So, I mean, we, yeah. you know, just the 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 uh, kind of like the parallels here of, of Gargano and Ricochet that they meet here. We just so happened to watch this show on the weekend that they meet again in their biggest and then probably their best match last night. I really love their match mm-hmm. at TakeOver. Um, and, you know, they're, they're kind of looking at each other. All four of these men are in the WWE now. How insane is that? Hey, man. <laughs> Paul know what he doing. Yeah, it is <laughs> so crazy that all these guys are there and literally would be there within weeks because I, I think we forgot to mention that this was TJP's final weekend as well uh, and Evolve. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I guess he just wasn't big enough to have his own show, <laughs> but Gargano comes out, uh, puts everybody over, and uh, they they go in. So one thing that almost took me out of the match: there was some capital B bad acting in this, and I don't think Ricochet at that point uh, yeah. was doing that very well. He wasn't doing that very well. I I, I thought it was more like a comedy kind of like thing. It was just like you know it's a triple threat, so somebody has to get ganged up on. That's that's just how it works. Yeah, and then it was just like. What you're gonna hit me? Come on, let's beat up him. And it was just like, all right, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, but I mean, other than that, uh, very, very crisp match. I thought it was really mm-hmm. awesome. They had some really crisp uh, tandem offense as well. Um, this was the the point of the show where I started noticing that the fucking the the actual building was very hot. They kept mentioning it, yes. but I didn't see it at first because. But then, like, you look at this match within two, I want to say minutes, they are sweating buckets in there. Yeah, uh, I noticed it when uh, Zack Sabre Jr. comes out with his uh, his leather jacket and he's just like flapping it because it's so damn hot. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like... Why was it so hot? It was September. <laughs> the, the the building ain't got no AC, sense. man. That's wild. They, they're literally... In- they're literally in the uh, the the Raccoon City Police Department. <laughs> <laughs> literally, uh, I, I thought I, again, just just of all you know, just critique of all three men. Tony Nice 
once again, really, really crisp. Uh, and I, you know, I, I at risk mm-hmm. of overusing that word, there's there's no missed movements with this guy. I, I think for someone of his size and stature, he really is like very, very nimble and and like the, the like the dives he was doing were fucking crazy in this match. Yeah, he's he's really good. Um, he steals a win. <laughs> yeah, he manages to steal the win. Uh, with, no, with the four nothing fish. new to me. <laughs> nothing new. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, but I mean, let, let's let's speak on Matt Riddle a little bit. Matt Riddle has only two oh. years. He's only two years into his pro yeah. wrestling tenure at this point. Yeah. Uh, the other show that uh, the other evolved show that we were gonna uh, go over, um, it was Matt Riddle's debut mm-hmm. uh, in, in Evolve. And I think on that same day, we both just came to, we just like, all right, which like Evolve show you want to do? And I just finished uh, hearing him on the ENT pod. And he was talking about his Evolve debut. And then you text me and I was just like, oh, damn, like it's going to be hard to figure out what show to do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we chose this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, jo- Johnny Gargano is this. <laughs> he's just a, it's just a, a, a bigger, a bigger move. I, I think this, is, this yeah. is a great show to show. All, I mean, not only just Johnny Gargano's impact, uh, you know, Johnny Gargano, a guy who literally can have a match of the year in his sleep. You know, yeah. Um, to to you know have such an impact, and we start the year off with this show. Um, but Riddle for his for him to only be two years in, I'm just noticing just a little stuff that he gets or he got at that point. Like he just yeah. really gets it. And for him to be in a match with a guy like Ricochet, who you know one of the greatest athletes ever <laughs> in pro <Yeah>. wrestling, <laughs> ever in pro wrestling. You know, yeah. and be able to keep up with him was really really good. I, I thought he was very solid in this match, and to be in there with two you know consummate professionals, he really looked great. Yeah, and uh, this is this is like Riddle. He really does start to get it around this time because uh, mm-hmm. he does. He sticks more to his you know MMA kind of style, like a very striker base. He doesn't you know go for dives or you know. All the indie shit, you know, mm-hmm. the indie riffic shit that uh, he was doing prior to, uh, prior to like coming to this point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Tony Nese wins with the four fifty. I thought this was the best thing on the show. Um, of course. At, at this point, uh, <laughs> I, I gave it four stars. Really liked yeah. it a lot. Uh, after Riddle, and Riddle takes the pinfall. Obviously, you can't have Ricochet, who at this point was still on Lucha Underground. You can't have him be pinned on an Evolve show. So <laughs> he rolled out the way. <laughs> rolled out the way, and yeah. he, he took the pin there. Uh, so Galloway comes out and tries to recruit Matt Riddle, uh, which leads into uh, Drew Gulag versus uh, Drew McIntyre. Um, there was a stare down between Gulak and Riddle. I'm, I'm guessing that would be paid off in a couple of weeks or months down the road on Evolve. I do not know. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is their first singles match, uh, Gulak and McIntyre, that is. Uh, very plotting. Uh, and, you know, we mentioned the mix of styles. I don't yeah. think this, I don't think these styles can yield enough. Uh, like I, I have submission God versus Big ass motherfucker, and I don't think that worked. <laughs> both good, but you know, not to say, not to take away from any of these guys. Both very yeah. great wrestlers. I don't think it worked for me um, style wise. I, I think that it, it maybe it was the way it, it, it felt like. And this is the this is the uh, you know both main events were guilty of this trying to be really really epic matches, and to me not really hitting the mark. Where it's like yeah. they're starting off slow, and it's like we're gonna have this big huge crazy match. While we're sweating under 100 degree heat, <laughs> and I, I just thought I, I don't feel like the style was really matched to me. I, th- I thought Drew's yeah. submission style really brought down, uh, not uh, yeah, Drew's uh, Gulak submission style kind of wore down McIntyre's more explosive style here. Yeah, uh, you know, really hunkering them down and just like just pinning, like 
if Galloway can't show like how quick and powerful he is in a match, I don't think it really like works out for him. Right. It doesn't make him look good. Um, so it, it it was this is a weird style clash in uh, in this match here. Uh, it gets violent. Yeah, but very violent. It, it, it does get weird. Um. So I mean, I, I'm not much to note here for me. I didn't. I didn't have much here. It was a lot of holds, a lot of resting, a lot of uh, selling of uh, McIntyre's ribs. Yeah, and, and Gulak trying to take advantage of that. Um, the finish was, yeah, as you said, very violent and scary. <laughs> I'll say more, <laughs> more scary because knowing, seeing how sweaty those two guys were. Uh, McIntyre hits a tombstone into a future shot DDT, uh, which finishes it at 16 minutes. It was a bit too long. Yeah, it could have been as it could have been as long as maybe that. I feel like they could have given that street fight more time, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of given this less time. I think it, the middle section was really bordering on losing me at, at one point. Yeah, uh, I started just looking at my phone and seeing, you know, uh, I like I would look at my phone and I'd look back and I wouldn't miss anything because they're still like laying down. Yeah, still sewing. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, uh, okay. But, yeah. you know, Gulak's still a phenomenal competitor. I've never really seen him, you know, in this kind of match. Uh, because, right. like, uh, he's strictly on 205 at this point. Yeah. And I think, like, the last, I think the last match where I saw, like, his big moment was against Cedric Alexander, but, you know, much better than this. But, you know, people will say he's being wasted on the WWE, but I think he's uh, a phenomenal asset. Uh, as we see on the Sasha Banks uh, mini doc, mm-hmm. uh, so I appreciate Gulak, even though you know this match wasn't as great as it was. Uh, three stars. Yeah, I gave it three. I gave it three and a fourth. Yeah. Um, I, I again, like you said, Drew is a very good asset on WWE. I think he's fine where he is right now. I think he probably yeah. really likes it there. Um, not to speak for the guy, but I mean, this is a guy who <laughs> at that point he had no character. And then this was one of the most beloved characters on two or five live at one point. And I, I love his, his gimmick. He's, he has a really yeah. great gimmick. Um, main event time. Uh, battle Gunnar, of the aces. Battle of the aces. Very nice. Uh, MS paint. <laughs> <laughs> I know, hey, it, it looked nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnny Gargano versus Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, Joey Styles is out to join Lenny Leonard on commentary and is terrible. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it just goes into one ear out the other. Uh, he, did, he were does, you familiar with Joey Styles before the show or did you know, you know, I, ever, I, with, with I, his work? I'm familiar. I'm familiar with Joey Styles. So. Okay. Uh, he <sighs> was trying to use the ECW style of commentary in a very kind of isolated and, you know, it's not that general. It, it kind of, when he was doing the joke about his wife and, and uh, yeah. all that stuff, I was like, yeah, we're in a different generation. That doesn't even land anymore. Like if it was like 96, 97, that would have landed for, for me, yeah. especially, but not this the 26, even 2016, it probably wouldn't have landed. He was bad. And if you yeah. remember correctly, uh, Joey Styles had been fired from WWE uh, a couple of years before this. Yeah, and honestly, because I, I watched the one-night stand uh, ECW pay-per-view, um, mm-hmm. he is very awful in that. And I think one of the most jarring things he says is that like uh, something about Mike Awesome, uh, you know, dying or like killing himself. And then, you know, he actually... Yeah. Uh, I was just like, maybe he's not the best man to have on commentary ever again. <laughs> well, that was before he. That was that before he died. Uh, that one night stand. Was he on yeah. that one night stand? 
Yeah, he was on that one night stand. He says that, and then you know, he eventually like did it. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, yeah. you, you but Cyrus, you have the you have the the advantage of hindsight at this point. You know, I I, th- I think a lot of uh, Joey Styles was, was emotion, uh, and he was also a really <laughs> great. He was a really great play by play guy. I mean, he he could call holes like the best of them. And I think what we saw in this mm. performance here was that he had deteriorated a little bit. And he, he wasn't yeah. as good as he was. And I think he probably agree. Because I, I, I think Joey Styles' run on uh, Raw a couple, mm-hmm. like a 10 years, 10 years, 15 years or so back, like was phenomenal. I thought he was really, really great on Raw at, at one point. And um, a really great asset to the commentary team. And I th- I'd say his run in WWE was probably some of his best stuff. Um, but here, not so much. Uh, a little more about the, about the background. They brought up, again, this is hilarious to me as well. They brought up Johnny's knee injury. And if you remember correctly, back at this point, Johnny had injured his knee at the CWC. Yeah. Sold that all the way through. And remember, CWC was taped. So he sold that on <laughs> India. He sold that on India events. Sold it all the way to NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2, where they lost Fire. where they lost that match <laughs> because of his knee injury. And in this match, the Battle of the Aces, which happened a month later, he is still nursing the same knee injury. Bravo. Johnny Gargano the GOAT. <laughs> bravo. Bravo. I, I remember I remember someone bringing that up, and I was like, yeah, the CWC was was it was kind of like the, the May Young Classic was yeah. filmed like t- a month and a half before it actually aired, he went through and did all of that. And then that played into the finish with the magic with, uh, against them in the revival in Brooklyn. <laughs> Paul, Paul pulled them to a, pulled them aside. You're selling that everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you have to, but no I questions. And, and again, like, you know, we might not like where the character went, but it was little flourishes like this that made us love him. And, yeah. you know, going back to that point and going back to even the, the first Johnny uh, Gargano champion match at the CWC, you remember that. And it's like, holy shit, like that was that was a moment, you know, that, that was really yeah. a cool moment. Um, and this is just the beginning of these moments. And this is really the beginning of his run uh, where it will, you know, lead him to become, you know, where he is now, where he's now the North American champion. Spoilers uh, in NXT. Um, yeah. A lot of grapple fuck in this match. This is... Uh, shades of Zack Sabre Jr. and Sonata at the G1 last year yeah. where reversal re- just wasting all the reversies <laughs> yes all the reversals just wasting all of it. I, I, I think Mark would be proud of all the reversals <laughs> wasted here Mark will, Mark will play 2K with you and he will just cut <laughs> he will just burn through his reversals and I'll fight through them and then, be, and then complain <laughs> next <laughs> Uh, a lot, a lot of grapple here. Uh, this again, this match is twenty five minutes long. <laughs> so, and a lot of it is yeah. this. Uh, I, I really love the, but one thing I will say, the beauty of Zack Saber Junior. style um, is just great. I, I really like to see what he will pull off, and I always feel yeah. like he pulls off something new in every single match. Uh, the story of this match is, is Johnny trying to pretty much. Um, match him move for move here and see if he can yeah. uh and see if he can out uh zach saber jr zach saber jr impossible uh <laughs> zach saber jr literally like greatest of all time submission specialist uh i i'm very high uh on zach saber jr so seeing gorgano try to play his game was probably one of the biggest mistakes ever <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I 
I will say there were there were a couple things other than the other than the fucking length of this match. <laughs> I thought this match was way too long. Uh, Johnny's not, or at this point was not, or it was way worse at this point. Of he was trying the acting thing out here, so they did that weird uh, sit cross legged slap thing. I literally was like. I, I I didn't like it at all. Um, like the slap match, the slap battle, whatever that shit was. I was like, man, cut, turn that shit down. I do not like that shit. Um, I, I thought that it kind of took away from the match also because it was like they kind of inch closer to each other, got next to each other, and then they're talking. And you can't hear what they're saying. Then they slap each other, and it was like this really weird spot that I thought really kind of made the match a lot more disjointed. And when they could have just kind of kept it to what it was, and and again, it was it was kind of like. Why does this have to be so long? And why does this have to be actually in the match? I think the thriller dance uh, that Gorgano does was a little better than the slap, uh, the slap exchange that virtually resulted in nothing, honestly. Yeah, uh, pretty much. I don't know. There was a lot of things that, that like, took me out of this. <laughs> Not yeah. going to lie. A lot of things took me out of this match. Um, it felt a little bit too long. It felt like they were like just... I don't know. Yeah. Well, what did you think about the match? Well, actually, uh, let's get to the finish. Uh, Zack Sabre okay. Jr. does win the match by submission. Obviously, Johnny goes out on his back. <laughs> goes out on his back. <laughs> does Zack Sabre Jr. win any other way? <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I just thought it was too long. It was, it was too self-aware in that they were trying to go yeah. for a really long, epic match when 15 minutes would have been fine. And this seems to be Johnny's yeah. problem now <laughs> where he can't just do 10, 15 minutes and just have it be that. Yeah. Um, uh, especially when like these two guys are both trying to out like sim, uh, submit each other. Just, it is just like, we already know that Zach Sabre Jr. Is the best at it. So come here with a different style because uh, this is before Zack Sabre Jr., uh, you know, signed. I think this is before he signed to uh, yeah, it's New way Japan, before. right? It's way, it's way before. Yeah. yeah. Th- I think this might be before he even joins uh, Suzuki Gun. Uh, yeah, he's still a fake. So he, he doesn't get the brawler, uh, you know, stat yet. <laughs> he, he doesn't, like, go for more PKs. He doesn't go for a lot of uh, European uppercuts in this match. You know, nothing is just all submissions and he doesn't come at Johnny at all, mm-hmm. but that's his style. Like he'll like you come at him and he'll trap you in. But Johnny also playing very defensive did not help in that regard at all. But it, it was an OK match. Uh, it goes 23 minutes and I think it goes just too long. Yeah, it's it's just way too long. Um, I I. I give it three and a fourth. Um, I, I thought honestly uh, of, of this whole thing. I was like for, for a big long epic, I would have loved to see Johnny riddle, but I get, I get why they did this. Um, oh. Zach, Zach was just as influential as Johnny was on, on, um, on WWN and then evolve as a whole. Um, but again, I mean, not a bad match. Just again, it could have, it really could have helped with some trimming. And I, I just see, I, I watch this match and I see how Johnny Gargano matches go now where it's like, look at his main events on takeover. It's, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 40 minutes. And now this, this ricochet main match is about 25 minutes. Yeah. Main events. Jesus Christ. Man, right. Those things go long. And right. I was there. I was there for the first one. Uh, uh, uh Philly. Uh, no, it was no, uh, Nola. Yeah. yeah. Nola. Um, 
boy, that match went long. And the people I went with were just like, so when does it end? Yeah, it, 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 and it just went on and on and on. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's, it's funny to see his, his main, long main event trope kind of rear its head again on the main roster. And he's allowed to do that. But, I mean, if he gets to the main roster, I mean, this is not going to be possible. You know, yeah. you just can't do that. You can't do it anymore. Um, but yeah, so after the after the show or uh, after the match, uh, Zach cuts a promo, uh, and Ricochet comes out, puts over Johnny and Evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, I thought this was a good show. What do you think? Uh, well, far as the promo, I couldn't hear most of it, <laughs> so I, I was just like, I, I can't. So I, I turned it off. <laughs> it was a bunch of put it was a bunch of putovers, but people putting yeah. people over. And we we already seen that earlier in the show, so and they were putting him over all over uh, on commentary, so it was whatever to me. Um, it's cool to see how these dudes uh, grow as performers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when they come back together, I can't wait to see uh, how how the match goes. If you know, if if uh, Johnny Gargano goes back to evolve, which he eventually does, but. They do another battle of the aces. Uh, but uh, Zack Sabre Jr. in this matchup is 2-0 now. Yes. So you're Johnny going to have to come back much stronger. And he might since, spoilers, he's North American champion. So Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't think he's losing to Zack Sabre Jr., baby. <laughs> no, not, not at all. Um, again, that was... That was a good show. I mean, this show kind of served as a goodbye to a lot of the talent that would be in the WWE literally a week later, much less a year later, or in Matt Riddle's case, two years later. Um, yeah. It was really cool to see that much of the nucleus of 205 Live and NXT in action and how these guys are literally like we're looking at the future of what we're going to be seeing on these TV shows yeah. um, within the next six to eight months, year, who, whatever. I think, you know, seeing and also it's this was the age of indie wrestling that this was kind of the the beginning was with, was with like Finn and Kevin and Sammy and, and all those guys mm-hmm. going, this is kind of like the second age where it's like when Johnny left the Indies, that was the end of a second era. And that was literally a year and a half after. Um, it's just really wild to see how quickly everything changed in the landscape of professional wrestling and how this show kind of shows it now. Cause it's like Riddle was the next guy up and this was only 2016 yeah. and a year and a half later, he's already gone. And and he would tear through 2017 and one of the you know one of the best runs ever uh, for for any wrestler. <laughs> and yeah. now he's there now. Um, but yeah, Evolve, Evolve 68, very good show. I would absolutely recommend anyone to watch it. Um, I, I thought it was really really solid, really solid matches, uh, and, and a pretty solid main event as well. Yeah, really good show. It's only ten dollars uh, on WWE Live, so if you want to watch it, it's a, it's good. So check it out. Absolutely, uh, and and that wraps up. This episode, um, next episode, however, for Valentine's Day, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna show some love to the ladies. We are doing the Stardom third anniversary show from Korokin Hall in Japan. Yep, can't uh, wait. Uh, and and some of the matches you can expect on that is uh, Kimura Monster Gun versus Miho Waki, uh, Wakizawa and uh, Nene Takahashi. Uh, you also have Kairi Hojo, the the now Kairi Sane. Um, on WWE against Act Yasukawa and the main event, Io Shirai versus Natsuki Tayo in what I uh, have heard is an absolute classic. Yes, it is. <laughs> it, is a so, uh, very, it is. it is a very good match. 
So I look forward to watching that, and I look forward to talking about it with with my homeboy Cyrus uh, next week or not next week. Wow, next month. <laughs> next week. <laughs> Killing myself here, uh, Cyrus. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we before we close off the show? Um, thanks for everybody that's uh, been very supportive of the show. Um, everybody else concerned for my well being, <laughs> but I'm back. <laughs> we have the whole uh, we have the whole calendar laid out for everybody. So. You know, in the next episode, we'll probably let you know what we have coming up in the next two months. But get ready. Absolutely. So uh, if you can, uh, make sure you track down the the, the Stardom Third Anniversary show, uh, if possible, uh, so you can watch along with us when we do our review next month. Uh, and until next time, check us out um, everywhere that podcasts are heard. You can check us out and follow us at RNC Radio Live. We just put out uh, a new episode of uh, Late Fees with M.I. Mm-hmm. Shaman that just came out. Uh, we also have the A Show, obviously, uh, that, that airs every week. We have RSPN with Mark and Jeff. Uh, we, we also have uh, new podcasts that are coming down the pipeline. We, we have uh, Pat Pafifi's podcast, The Cable Box. And we also have the return of The Perfect Play with Huey uh, in February. So uh, be on the lookout for that. And we also have Meals' Two Belts, yeah. which is ending in just one month. That's crazy. Also, another, another thing that Meals is a part of, The Lookout. Absolutely. Where they, talk, where they talk about the new Broly movie. So make sure you check it out so you can give it a listen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then th- that's that's pretty much everything on RNC, RNC Radio Live. Also check out our yeah. playlist on Spotify and Apple Music. Uh, as always, we have the newest and greatest, latest and greatest uh, music on there. Uh, but until next time, for Spot Callers, I'm Justin for Cyrus signing off. See you later. <laughs>